Boys out of college. We're on a hot streak a couple weeks ago, Jack Many last week, Gavin Petty. And now the one, the only, never to be matched, never to be paralleled. Before him, there were many. After him, there will be none. And we back, and we back. Matt Clark. <laughs> the Matthew Clark. Let's give, it up for the kid. Let's give it up for the kid. Gentlemen, come on. Come on. Let's get it up. Let's get it going. Let's go. It's late at night, but we're rolling, baby. Admittedly, I feel like I butchered that intro because I didn't refer to you as the sheriff, but the sheriff is in town. The sheriff is in town, and he's ready to lay down the MF law. Guys, we have a lot of things to say in a short amount of time, but we're going to get it done because things need to be said tonight. They need to go oh. on record in this league. This is going to be a very controversial episode, and it's going to contain a lot of information that you will only get from listening to the podcast, not from the not from the written media, but from the listening media, the audio. So, Matthew, we are very excited to hear about this information that you have for us. But, um, Trent, what do you say we get right into the recap? What do you think? Let's do it. Hit me with the music. Music! Starting in the East Division, Lickety Split takes an L to the Filipinos. It sure seemed like Philly had Ethan signs as nine of Ethan's 10 starters didn't score their projection. With the one exception being the Warden of Warfare himself, Mr. Tank Dell. And admittedly, I had some other mean things to say about uh, Philly's team and his sign-stealing scandals, but then I saw he got engaged today. So shout out to Philly. Uh, congratulations, and you can slide this week. We're happy for you, brother. Wow, Philly. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Heading over to the other East matchup, Sparty Squad versus Still in College. An underwhelming week from Devin's team, aside from usual suspect Jamar Chase and unusual suspect Jason Myers. Uh, the Sparty Squad kicker triples up Aubrey on the other side, but it ain't even close enough as Justin Herbert puts 37 on this Lions defense for Dave. Four skilled players reach double digits for still in college, and with Justin Jefferson coming back soon, Dave is as scary as anybody in this league as the Jay Jettas will get some maintenance from the rocket scientist Joshua Dobbs. And as always, Black Bear Nation. Black Bear Nation, indeed. We are now headed to the deep south where the Ligers have a statement win over Trevolution. Brad, formerly the scoop of ice cream, now the vanilla ice freezes the Trevolution in some icy war tactics. Shout out Joaquin Phoenix and Napoleon in theaters November 22nd. Not only did Geno Smith sextuple his output from last week, Brad got an average of 14 points from all skill players not named Robert Woods. You wonder if Joe Burrow's resurgence has confused the identity of a Trevolution squad that has now fallen to 6-4 and four and is in the middle of the pack? How far we've fallen? from Trevor's voice memo smack talk in week two. In the other matchup of the new Confederacy, I mean, uh, the Deep South, we are headed over to Detroit Rock City over the feeling. Gavin's valiant effort in search for a quarterback left him with Gardner Minshew, but the mania was a no-show in Germany despite a Colts win. Two words, Lions, Chargers. Keenan Allen scores 39 in Trent's dream fantasy scenario, which is go off but the lions win david montgomery james connor both back in the fold and with pat mahomes coming off the bye can anybody stop the rock heading over to the north division the bomb was diffused as make delmar great again comes out with an 11 point victory 
Indeed, it feels like one step forward and two steps back for the defending champs as Spink's army moves swiftly into the wilderness with some Cabela's gear on for a deadly catch. CJ Stroud and TJ Hawkinson had the Big Ten connection going on, and that's about it for Kyle. But it's scary hours as CJ Stroud and Brock Purdy score the same exact amount of points down to the decimal. Spence survives but the bye week, excuse me, and in the wise words of Brian Adams, you better watch out because he's a war machine. In the other matchup in the north, the Flying Dutchman continue to sail their ship over Chips Fever, 122-90. to 90. When it comes to this quarterback matchup, underwhelming is an understatement as Nate does his best Trevor impersonation and wins handily despite five and a half points from Trevor Lawrence. 13 was the lucky number for the Dutchman with DK Metcalf, Garrett Wilson, and Dalton Kincaid all hitting that number. And the Dutchman sails to a sixth win. Now we head over to the Pacific Time Zone, also known as the Wild Wild West, where laws aren't really laws. And as we see in our first matchup, Kid Karch spanks Clarky boy. Sorry, Clarky. More proof that the fellas listen to the podcast as Kid Karch proves last week's guest wrong by disposing of Clarky. Scary hours again as Josh Dobbs and Jared Goff match points down to the decimal. Kind of weird that happened between four quarterbacks this week really odd stuff but it's cd who silenced the lambs with a 38 spot to make the difference no love for jordan and i'm not talking about a lebron james debate as karch benches jordan love and with josh dobbs playing this well could karch be making a move soon Hmm. Hmm. indeed and in the last matchup of the day we got the moon shining bright over a very inconspicuous rick dalton team 106 to 80 bartender i'll take a shot of 100 proof moonshine as jack prefers to play rugby this week with no quarterback under center and maybe the cockiest move in league history and he still hands rob a comfortable stank l the moon shone bright on many players in this matchup but it was moonshine mike evans who was the brightest but fear not hollywood fans with america's douchebag aaron Rodgers out of the rick dalton facility one obnoxious talking head over here might be locking up a rick dalton win this week hmm and with that that is your week 10 recap and i think we should just move right into it ethan if you don't mind clark let's do it i love it a lot of people want to know a lot of answers to a lot of questions and i just want to know your thought process on why you wanted to come on this show in the first place i will turn the floor over to you my friend <clears throat> well, Trent, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, it kind of started a couple weeks back. I was like, you know what? Podcast is really interesting. You know, Clarky, I'm going to be rolling. I'm going to be like five and one, six and one. I'll get on the podcast, we'll talk a big game, and we'll go from there. Well, the losses started piling up, boys. And I think we can pinpoint where that loss began and when the curse began. So, you know what? I was going to be like, let's get vulnerable. Let's get real deep with the boys. And, uh, yeah, so start firing away, but yeah, we got the truth has to come out, right, boys? Right, you're right, and the truth will truly set us free, mm-hmm. Clarky. And so, <laughs> with that, the first question I want to ask is: per per previous episodes, as you've known, we have we have been heard heckling you multiple times throughout the history of this podcast. Um, anonymous media and fan polls are going on record saying that the banter is getting to your head. And my question, Clarky, is 
Are you letting the voices get to you? And is it affecting your managerial outcome? Yes or no? I'm going to say no on that question. Uh, I still think we have the, the touch, the magic. We still have it. It's just, I don't know. There's the, the cap space this year was, was tight. We had very high uh, operating uh, budget. And yeah, it's not it's not going the way we wanted. But you know what? We're going to make the playoffs this year. I'm, I'm going to bet money that we're making the playoffs. Well, if that's going to be the case, I mean, you've got your work cut out for you. I'm not I'm not going to say whether or not I believe in you or not, because I know you you know that I've been one of the biggest critics of yours, although it's no love lost. Have you taken a personal issue with yours truly this season? You know, Trent, I'm going to say a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little hurt, man. I mean, <laughs> Team Corky boy, you know, we're the... We're America's team. You know, we have no reason for every, everyone should love Clarky's boy. We should have merch flying off the shelves. We should have hats. We should have bulletin boards. We should have everything. Well, yeah, so you're going me, against the sheriff. Let me let me double down on that question. I mean, we play each other this week. How confident are you that you can, uh, you know, make me put my foot in my mouth this week? Well, how confident are you? What's going on? Uh, I'm going to say I have a 51% chance to win, and I'm going to stick with that. That's two weeks in a row, Trent. Two weeks in a row where you're playing the person on the podcast. That's pretty good. That's true. Maybe a hidden agenda there. I don't know. I'm not going to snitch on myself. But, but hey, Clark, the optimism is key, right? It, there's always sun in the distance. I love I love the way you think about that. Um, Clark, yeah, I got a question that the people are dying to know the answer to. And I think not only are the people dying to know the answer to, the talking heads are dying to know the answer. Popular media is dying to know the answer. Everybody wants to know. Walk us through that Thursday night. Walk us you know, through that Thursday night. As someone that going on the podcast, you kind of knew this question was going to get thrown out there, right? I mean, right. it's, you know, the baggage is going to get out there. So let's set the record straight. It was my first time at the Polish Hall. I mean, sure, you've all heard about the famous Polish Paul in Grand Rapids. <laughs> Spencer says, Matt, come on over. Let's give, have a few beers, you know. it's They're cheap. They'll watch the Lions game. You know, it'll be a good time. And, you know, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Well, the beers start flowing. Jordan Love sucks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I sent what I said. I was confident in my team. I was undefeated. And let's just say we have not recovered from that moment. Uh, there's really no explanation beside the beers got to me. That's so really all I can say. Who's, whose fault is that? Because I don't, I want you to be perfectly clear here. I don't want anyone to me as well. through this me as in well. the media. I don't want you to, I, it sounds like you're blaming this on the alcohol, but if you want to take accountability, you can, I'm, I just want to give you a chance to clarify what exactly it is you're saying here. There's no right answer. I just want yeah. to, I want to hear what you got to say. Uh, I'm gonna blame it on the open tab of Spencer's uncle. So I will. <laughs> that that is that that. And then I'll also, tell you one you know, thing: a Spencer Woodruff relative will he's this, the relatives of Spencer Woodruff are ride or dies. I'll say that much. Oh, I mean, they say, man, you know the beer, and it's like you're not you're not telling them no. That's the issue, right? When someone offers you a free beer, you're not saying no. So I, that's that's where it went south. And uh, so was yeah, this decision made after one beer? Yeah, I would probably say like two or three. All right. All right. <laughs> Just wanting to make that clear. Clarky, um, I've been told a famous saying by one of my good friends, Ted Orr. He told me, don't blame the arrow, blame the Indian. 
reflecting on the fact that the tool isn't always to blame as the person using the tool. Care to comment on this? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just it's just the way the season's been going. Uh, I want to say it's my actions have been affected on my play. It's just players aren't getting it done, and we're going to have cuts coming this week. I, that's really all I can say. Take it to him, man. Godspeed. God it's not always the – what. say that again. It's not always the <laughs> Don't blame the arrow. Blame the Indian. <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. Clarky, I think I speak for my comrade here, Ethan, when we say uh, we commend you for coming on the podcast. Not many three-win managers would be doing this this late into the season. But here you are. I'm being serious. I'm not throwing backhanded compliments your way. That I think it's facts. great that it's you're true. here. We've been saying it all season. This podcast is what we all make it, all 16 of us. And um, there are people that have not spoken up and, and let their voice be heard. And you now get to join the list of the fraternity of brothers that like have come you, on the yeah. podcast. And like you said, Clarky, like you're here to be vulnerable and you're here to open up about some struggle. And that's okay. We want to create an environment where mis- like we have a culture of error here. We're not always going to be perfect. Right. We're not always going to make the right decisions. So let's talk about it. So just like Trent said, we commend you for coming on and being vulnerable with us. You know, boys, I appreciate it. You know, there's a lot of fraud managers out there that. Quite whoa, frankly, never whoa, whoa, fraudulent managers. Uh, we care to elaborate. Yeah, they're they're not coming on the pod. You know, they listen to the pod every week, but they're not going to come on the pod. And it's like, isn't the point of the pod to have special guests on each week to keep the podcast entertaining? And if they're not going to do that, I feel like, you know, your time in the league might be might be cut short by the sheriff. And he's coming to take souls, so. <laughs> the soul snatcher. Hey, look, look, Clarky, I'll say this. You have something that a lot of people in this league don't have, and that is a championship ring. And you have your name on mm. that trophy. And I will say, you know, as someone who's been chasing that ghost, I feel, I feel like fucking LeBron. I'm chasing that ghost in Chicago. I, I've been chasing, <laughs> been chasing that for a while. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know how to win in this league. So I want to go to to one more really interesting question that I have before we get to Ethan's little surprise bit here. Um, you are in the West Division, and if you look at the four divisions, but you know, North, South, East, West, I think the West Division probably has the most uh, entertainment dollar, the the most value as far as the group chat goes, the shit talking. I mean, three of the four guys have been on the podcast, the other being Rob, who has expressed interest a couple times. And due to scheduling conflicts, we just haven't been able to make it happen. But Clarky, what's it like looking up at Mitchell and Jack in these standings? Because I'm sure you and your heart of hearts think that you're just as good, if not better than those squads. Guys, I'm not going to lie. It, it's super hard. I mean, you know, Karcher's team, props to him. He had the game of his life, and he barely beat me. So let's let's just keep that with a grain of salt. But, yeah, it's – it honestly – it irritates me. I should be up the top. That's that's just what – that's what I'm going to say. And uh, looking up, it's just – there's really not much to say other than I should be those – I should be up there. I should be first place in the West. That's what it should be. Clarky, um – Really quick before we get into my bit, you mentioned uh, Mitchell beating you this past week, and I'm really not meaning to bait you with any of these questions. I'm genuinely curious. We we coined this term and this phrase, integrity of the league. We say that quite a bit. Um, can you speak on the integrity of the league, and can you speak on the 
ethical traits that come with the way that Mitchell came at you after that win. Do you think that was ethical or unethical? Oh, it was unethical. Oh, no, there should be no place in the league for those comments at all. And I would be like to be filing a formal complaint to the commissioner for those comments. That was just unacceptable. <laughs> commissioner has formally noted the complaint and will begin the investigation as, as it passes the committee of education or committee of investigations. Here's the other thing before, before we turn it over to Ethan for a quick little fun thing that neither one of us, me being, you know, me and Clark, you don't really know about um, this podcast. If you're a guest can be a platform. It can be a vehicle, if you will, for swift action and due process and all these terms that I don't even know what they mean because I graduated with a journalism degree and, uh, during COVID. So no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> come on, hop on the podcast. If you want shit to get done, make your voice heard, make your face seen as we do hop on a zoom call here and uh, come on the podcast. I, I, I'll i say it till I'm blue in the face, Ethan. Clarky, as always, you handle things with class. You handled those questions with class and I'm sure we're going to get more out of you as the episode progresses. But first I do, I do have a little surprise for you guys, you know, Clark, you mentioned keeping the episodes entertaining. I like to bring little tidbits every once in a while to keep the episodes entertaining for our viewers. And today, I have something I'm going to call the Fast Five. Now, I think that Trent, me and you are on here, and we love to talk shop, love to talk, uh, you know, pigskin with the boys, whoever comes on. But I feel like often were questioned for our credibility of knowing the actual NFL. So I thought it'd be fun to construct a little five question trivia. Who the hell is questioning you? us on that? I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm, have you been hearing something I'm not? <laughs> yes, I have. I have uh, trending, trending hashtags on X is uh, uh, Ethan and Trent, real or not? So uh, it's just pretender it's just something that the people have been saying. Yeah, <laughs> pretender or contender. Yeah, and when they're talking about pod, notable podcasts, they they hashtag us in there as pretender or contender. No, uh, regardless, I just thought it'd be fun to do a little five question trivia between. Tre- Originally, it was going to be between Clarky and Rob because I thought they were both going to be on, and I thought it would have really been fun if they were both doing this. But since Rob's not here, Trent, you're going to take their place. So what I got. Is I got five questions and ranging difficulty from easy to most difficult, in my opinion. And all it's going to be is first person to answer. That's all it's going to be. Well, that could be um, a mess as we because as we, I really yeah. didn't. I didn't really think anything else of it. I mean, I don't really know how else to do it. We could so, text you. We could text you our answer. We could text in you the real answer. Time. Like okay. Jeopardy, if you want to do Clarky, that. Does Clarky have his phone on him? I do. Yes. Okay, Clarky, let me know when you guys are both ready and you have me pulled up in the text, and I will start with the first question. All right, I am ready. Ready to rock. So like I said, they range from easy to difficult. So we are going to start with the most easy question, in my opinion. Name all of the NFL teams in the NFC West. People at home, maybe you could be participating as well. All of the teams, Clarky, not just one. Sent. We'll see if it works. 
<laughs> yes. Trent takes round one with the 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals. So one for Trent, zero for Clarky. And we did five questions because who knows? There might be a tiebreaker. But I also don't like you guys using your phones because you could just look this shit up. So don't look it up. Have integrity. Oh, you know what? We could just we could nix that then. Let's just nix it. We can do first. I didn't think about that. But you're right. Yeah. That is sus. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That I like I like yeah, I like just saying them out loud. Okay, just rip it then. Question number two. Who is currently the oldest NFL head coach? Pete Carroll. Bill Belichick. Pete Carroll is the correct answer, and that is Trent. Uh, Clarky, I think Bill Belichick is number two, and I think it's pretty close. No, it's it's Pete Carroll with a bullet. That motherfucker's like seven <laughs> Two for Trent, nothing for Clarky. <laughs> this is when things get a little no. bit shaky. Who is the last running back to win an MVP? Adrian Peterson in 2012. Trent Bally with a three-game sweep so far. <laughs> is he gonna take four? Is it fourth? Four and five are it, fun. Four, four and five are fun. Okay. In the past five years, the NFL team that has had the most starting quarterbacks is the Washington Commanders, formerly known as the Redskins. Besides Sam Howell, name three other of their starting quarterbacks: Ryan Fitzpatrick, Carson Wentz, Alex Smith. I feel like okay. Right. If Clarky can well, name would, four, if Clarky can name four others in thirty seconds, he wins this question. Go, Clarky. If you give me four and five, I will take you winning this question. Well, I know Heineke's the other one. Heineke's four. Yep, and that. Oh God. Wait, Trent. Who did you say for your three? Alex Smith, Carson Wentz, and uh, I don't even remember. It's on tape. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. Oh geez! Oh gosh! Um, yeah, he said he said Smith. What was the year? What was, was like Smith, what year? Uh, the last five years. This is a good question, E. Yeah, I kind of, oh, I kind of, I kind of thought it up earlier. Yeah, yeah, I'm stumped. I mean, yeah, no, I got nothing. I honestly Did, forgot the fifth Dwayne, one too, to be honest. Is Dwayne Haskins on there? That's that's what I was gonna say. I think it's Dwayne. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's Case Keenum. <laughs> Case yeah. Keenum. Yeah. And then right before Case Keenum was Dwayne Haskins. I think Case Keenum um took over for Dwayne Haskins. Interesting. Check this one out. How about Colt McCoy? <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that's Are we ready for are we ready for question number five? I'm ready. Well, we yeah. In 2011, that was the year that the Pittsburgh Steelers were most recently in the Super Bowl. Name the starting quarterback, running back, tight end, and wide receiver for that team. Ben Roethlisberger was the quarterback. Heinz Ward, the receiver. Heath Miller, the tight end. And the running back. I, I Come on, Trent. Sweep running, it. The running back. If Clark gets the running back, he wins the question. I don't know. Devin knows. I know Devin's kicking him. I would have accepted. I would have accepted another wide receiver as well in the match. Antonio Brown. No. 2011, they lost that Super Bowl to the Packers. Is that correct? Yes. 
So I, I'm trying to th- – I don't really remember. Yeah. We were 11 years old. I don't know. Trent, fun I, fact, you've mentioned this other wide receiver in this podcast. Not this specific one, but, like, in a previous episode. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, Clarky, my God. Do we, we got a running back from you, Clarky? Dude, I can't, I can't remember anyone before Le'Veon. That's the problem. Ooh, there was one guy before Le'Veon. I, I know I know. there's a guy. I can't think I of him. Know. There's a, I'm sure there's like half the dudes listening to this that are like, holy mm-hmm. shit, this guy. That's why it's fun. You know, I, I figured people would be in there kind of saying their names themselves, you know? Yeah. All right. That's a great question. I don't know. Don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. So the other wide receiver I would have accepted is Mike Wallace. Oh, God. <laughs> right. I believe you were talking God. about how he dropped a ball and somebody like lost the game or something like that. When he was on the Ravens, he one went right through his hands in the championship week of our fantasy league, and Devin lost to Nate Willett oh. for one of Nate's rings in the championship. And it pissed it pissed Devin off. If, if I think I remember this, like it pissed Devin off because Mike Wallace was a Raven, but he was a Steeler before he was a Raven and Devin liked him from the Steelers days. So then he's a Raven and they're rivals. And he's like, of course, Mike Wallace dropped that shit. It was just (laughs) devastating. That one might've hit close to home. And folks, the running back we were looking for is Richard Mendenhall. Yeah. See, I never, I was thinking LeGarrette Blunt. I believe he was in the mix in that era, like 2010, something like that. I think he was a little later than that, but I I don't remember for sure. That was a good question, E. Thanks. Yeah, Trent sweeps Clarky. Clarky got exposed, but that's okay. Um, let's yeah, get into our next. Were... <laughs> guess the rumors guess are what? Clarky? Guess the rumors were. Guess the rumors were correct about my football knowledge. Well, that's why I was hoping Rob would be on too. I thought that would have been a funny ass contest between you and Rob. Because I don't really know how much Rob knows either. So I thought it was going to be kind of close. But Trent, obviously. We are contenders, Trent. We ain't no pretenders. I don't know how well I would have done on that, to be completely honest. If I hadn't looked up those answers. Well, the the questions you came up with were very creative. I can tell you're a teacher because you're like, okay, let me just pick a franchise. And the last time they were in the Super Bowl was this year. And then we were... For, you all, know, my, for all my educators out there, a.k.a. Rob... We're using Bloom's taxonomy to get depth of knowledge questions here. We're not only evaluating, we're assessing and we're describing. That's what we're doing. Okay, so we're hitting different levels of knowledge here, not just not just evaluate. But um, that's yeah, that's my spiel for you, Trent. Let's get into the next segment. Do we got? Uh, are we going with the next matchups? Is that what we're doing? We're going right into it. Yep, week eleven preview. Let's do it. Let's dive right in. So. As I pull this up on my phone, Um, week 11, we'll start with the, actually, we'll finish with me and Clarky. We'll go with, uh, we'll go Flying Dutchman, Lickety Split, Uh, 4-5 is the fantasy ranks say. Uh, As we sit here on a Thursday night, or a Wednesday night, excuse me, a little drunk, Dutchman's supposed to beat Lickety Split by 16-ish points. Um, (laughs) As of right now, the quarterback matchup is, thanks to Deshaun Watson's season-ending injury, Will Levis against Trevor Lawrence. E, I'll throw it to you first because I yeah, know you give got me the rock, rock, Trent. Give me the rock. I got some things to say. So you got it. The feeling right now in the lickety split office 
is just is just disappointment. It's it's uh it's abandonment. It's misdirection. It, there's just a sense of loss right now, and nobody really knows what direction this team is headed. As you know, we we almost flip rosters every single week. There there is deal after deal getting made. A lot of people are actually coming at the manager management for lack of team chemistry. And Trent, I want to sit here today to say that I woke up this morning in a good mood. And this morning, me and fellow uh, friend, manager, Gavin Petty, manager of The Feeling, hashed out a deal to send a couple guys over for Amari Cooper. Not even six minutes after the trade went down, not even six minutes, Gavin sends, bro, I just got this. A notification that Deshaun, and I, I thought he was fucking with me, to be completely honest. And I see this and I'm like, no way. And I just sent Pollard and Ridley for Amari Cooper. And now I'm just like, well, shit. Ethan, We're lost. We're lost, Ethan, Trent. Can I, can I just, can I be real with you for a second? You, Trent, please. I need it. You, I need some you real. You have to know. He's been banged up all year. He was hurt in the second half. I know he went 14 for 14 in the second half of that game, but he got shot up by Dr. Feelgood in his shoulder. And then he's. It, it, you had to I, know. I have never seen this guy get hurt. I just but, He just okay. walks off the field and he's like, I'm hurt. And like, I don't even know but what Ethan, happens. Ethan, you are also on record saying a couple weeks ago, you're like, I got to tell myself, I always make all these deals. I draft my team and then I make all these. Like, E, this was not one. This is not one to be proud of. This is yeah. now I will. I'll, I'll hear you out. Like the, the, the timing of it's tough. I got you, but I'm just it's like crack trades in this league are like crack for you. You're just like, I got to trade. I got to make yeah. trade. You know, my girlfriend tells me all the time. I got to slow down with the trades. I'm always, I'm always, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, shout out Katie, man. She, she might, she might need to manage this team more than I do, but uh, I'm, I'm always trying to trade and I'm always telling her about the trades. She's like, would you just chill with the trades? You got to stick with your team. Cause I'm always like, Oh, that guy that I traded last week, just dropped 25 and she's like well that's nobody's fault but yours and i'm like you know what you're not wrong so maybe i do need to slow down but maybe dorian thomas robinson has something to say to amari cooper that's the only thing i can think about right, right now is that he needs to throw that man the rock well hold and on as I, of if, right now yeah go ahead if the, sorry i just i know we're spending a lot of time on this but if there's a silver lining for you it's that amari cooper is one of the best possession receivers in the nfl like we're all lions right. fans we watch amon ross st brown He's like a B plus version of Amon Ross St. Brown. Just runs good routes, catches everything. Like he'll, you'll be I. Right. The problem is who? How much are they gonna throw the ball with the backups and all this stuff? Because Cleveland's that's, right in yeah. the mix. They're still trying to win games. They're right in the mix. So and that's something that's been getting me through it, Trent, is knowing that Cleveland has to compete. And teams are obviously gonna stack the box because they know that this quarterback can't throw for shit. But um, we got a couple guys with some boom potential here. I'm, I'm interested in seeing how Cooper Cup plays now that we got Stafford back. And um, this this Mitchell guy, this Keaton Mitchell guy on the Baltimore Ravens, this guy just makes plays. And I'm curious to know how they involve him on Thursday. But, again, boom potential. I got, I got Jonathan Taylor coming back next week along with Kyron Williams. And when Kyron Williams went down, he was the number three running back in the league. So I'm not, I'm not worried about my team. I'm just a little bit shook as far as the news today. That's what I'm going to leave it at. But anyways, speaking on the matchup, Nate, I'm going to beat you, but it's going to be close. It's going to be like five points. 
Um, before we get Clarky in the mix, because it's been too long without some Clarky airtime, and he'll give his pick on this matchup. I'll make this quick. E, I believed in Will Levis last week. Didn't get it done. I believe in him again this week. And you know what? By default, he's got to be your guy. I like you to pull out a very, very, very close one. I will also throw out this. You have the Bills defense playing the New York Jets. Bills, it's do or die. Their back's against the wall. They're 5-5. Five and five. ESPN Analytics says they only have a 33% chance to make the playoffs. Bills got to play out of their goddamn mind. And I think they will against the Jets. Um, so I like... I like Ethan this week. Clark, what do you think? Yeah, uh, this is going to be a close matchup, I think. I, I don't like the spread. I'm taking the spread heavy on Lickety Split. I just think Nate's team is they're just a bunch of mid guys. You don't, you know, you have one guy popping off, another guy doing absolute garbage time. I think I'm going to take Lickety Split in an absolute Whoa. close one. I, Lickety Split Ethan, I like deep. what you're doing. I like what you're doing on the uh, managerial side. Nate just – I think he's lost his touch. I think he's a little washed. Um, his <laughs> retirement on the doorstep, I – I was surprised the pass coming out of Clarkie's mouth. <laughs> and it's, it's a total non-biased opinion too. <laughs> but, yeah, book it, Ethan, lickety split, cash it. So, yep. Okay. Well, it sounds like that might be Clarkie's lock, but we'll circle back on that later. Um, we'll go Bass Pro Bombers still in college. Tale of two teams right now. As, you know, Bass Pro Bombers kind of ascending, but, you know, like I said earlier, one step forward, two steps back kind of feels like. Dave, meanwhile, has just been laying in the weeds and all of a sudden is the third best team in the league, says the fantasy ranks. Um, You've got Herbert and Stroud. That's a really good quarterback matchup. For the sake of Keeping Clarkie in the mix here. I'll throw it right back to you, Clarkie. Who do you have between Bass Pro and still in college? See, I don't know what David's doing, but since Jefferson's been out, I'm pretty sure he's won every single game. Is that correct me if I'm wrong? I believe that is true. Yep, because he's won four straight. I think this would be another close one, but I think Dave, don't what's not broke, don't fix. So I'm gonna go still in college, but I will say the Bass Pro Browners are going to be hungry after that tough loss last week. So I'm going to go still in college, but it's another close one. I think a lot of these games this week are going to be down to the wire. So, Well, I really hope so, Clarky. I really do. And um, you know what? I got to be honest, man. I lose a lot of money in this world. And you know what I lose a lot of money doing, Trent? Clark, you know what I lose a lot of money doing? What's that? I bet with my heart. <laughs> I bet not analytically, not because there's a trend. I say, I really want this team to win. Therefore, I'm going to put money on them. And it's lost me a lot of money, but it's also made the wins really fun. So with that being said, Kyle, I really want you to win because David is sitting at the top of my division and I don't think he's well-deserving of it. So I really want you to win. Therefore, I'm going to bet on you. Now, my betting record would say I'm going to be wrong, but let's just hope I'm right. So I'm going to take Bass Pro Bombers in a shootout between Still and College. Um, like Clark, you said, what's broke, don't fix. Or as it is colloquially, colloquially known, not a good word to try to say when you're a little buzzed up. Uh, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think David keeps it moving. I don't know how. But, you know, Justin Herbert against the Green Bay Packers defense, that's a good start. So I think uh, I think Justin Herbert will put up another 30-plus for Dave. And then other than that, I mean, 
Dave just seems to be a well-oiled machine at this point. So give me Dave. Uh, we'll move on. Make Delmar great again. Currently sneaky, the number two team in the league, taking on Filipinos, four and six, the newly engaged Zach Fillmore. The Tua Tyreek stack is back for Connor Stallions. Meanwhile, Spence has Lamar, who's kind of been on a roll playing in primetime against the Bengals. And I saw some crazy stats today, like the Bengals haven't won on the road in primetime since like, I, I don't know what year it was, <laughs> but something insane. So we'll see there. Um, e, we'll throw this one to you first. So if we're thinking of my team and how I flip teams every week, we're going to look at the entire polar opposite and look at Spinky's team. I don't believe Spencer's made a move all season, and yet he remains the number two team in the league. Maybe I should take notes, maybe not. But Spencer is very quietly, like you said, putting together a very good season at with the likes of Lamar Jackson leading the helm, Christian McCaffrey. Shout out Christian McCaffrey, finally not scoring a touchdown in a game last week. Um, but yeah, playing my division rival again, Filipinos. Tua and Tyreek, that's a scary matchup against Las Vegas. I could very much see that being a high-scoring game going Miami's way, which is nothing you want to see if you're Spencer. But regardless, I'm still going to take Spencer because if there's one thing this guy knows how to do, it's win. Give me Spencer in a close one. Clarky, what you think? You know, you know, after looking at these matchups, I, Philly's got some good matchups. That Tua Tyreek duo is playing a Vegas team that is they're not a good team. And what we know about Miami is they kill bad teams. Absolutely kill them. Uh, you look at, you know, Detroit's run defense hasn't been good lately. Hate to say it, but our defense is a liability. I, I like some of these Philly matchups. Plus, he just got engaged. Like, there's a lot to like about Philly's team. <laughs> now, you look at the flip side, make Delmar great again. Just when you're starting two tight ends in a, in a 16 team league, you have issues. You have huge issues. He's getting it done, whole- though, Clarky. He's getting it done, man. You can't you can't he's discredit that. It, he's getting it done, but it's a top heavy team. I don't like the McCaffrey Tampa matchup. Tampa's defense is sneaky good. Uh, I'm I might put fraud alert for make Delmar great again. I don't think that's a good fantasy. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a very good fantasy team. Fraud uh, alert just, incoming from Clarky to make Delmar great again. And I Looking want forward you to the response. I want this booked. I want this marked because when we come playoff time for a first round exit, I just I want everyone to come be in like damn Clarky, like you know what you're talking about. And I do. And we're <laughs> gonna find out really close. We're gonna find out really soon. This Justin Clarky seeks the approval of the public eye. <laughs> <laughs> Clarky is seeking the approval. Look, there but between Spence and Philly's team, there is reason for optimism on both sides. Like, Philly has Tua and Tyreek coming back. They're playing a bad team like Clarkie laid out. They should ball out. Um, On the other side, Spence, I mean, I know he's playing two tight ends, but you kind of have to throw in the caveat of one is George Kittle, so he's essentially a wide receiver. I would say this. Weird things happen Thursday night, so Lamar might be kind of held in check and put up a pedestrian. I mean, he's only projected like 20 points. I think he'll be right around that. My big X factor in this game, and I, I'm, I, this is going to sound like a joke, but it's not. You've got Jalen Warren, who the Steelers just benched Najee Harris 
as the RB1. So it's now Warren getting the lion's share of those carries. Taking on that Cleveland defense, I know it's a good defense, but that has 13 to 10 written all over it. Pound the rock. Jalen Warren might come away with like 15 to 20 fantasy points for Spence. And he's only projected nine. And I think they actually bench Najee. They did. Yeah, I'll, I'll go on record. I will go on record right now. I think this game is decided by fewer than two points. And I think Spence grinds it out. So we'll move on to the next one. Chips Fever takes on Sparty Squad. Uh, Chris was hot there for a second. Devin was also hot there for a second. Both these teams trying to get back in the flame. Uh, Josh Allen against Tommy DeVito. If you had that on your bingo card uh, before the season, <laughs> let me know. Uh, Ethan, what do you think? Well, listen, Trent, it's, an easy, it's as easy as this. There is one team in this league that's in trouble. And that team is Sparty Squad. This team has been <laughs> trending downhill for the past four weeks. And I just, I see them slowly fading away, slowly fading away, reaching their hand out for a savior. And I just see the rest of the league looking at them like, sorry, dude, like it is what it is. It's a lion eat cat world out here. And folks, the lion this week is Chris because take Nort and take it to the bank, cash it, give me the money. I'm buying a lottery ticket, reinvesting that money back on Nort. And I'm saying Nort wins by 15 plus. Give me Nort. Clarky. Yeah, I'm gonna double down. Sporty squad is screwed. He this year is close <laughs> for him. Beside Jamar Chase, I don't see a guy getting over 10 points this week. And that includes Tommy DeVito, who's gonna probably get three points. I Chips Fever is starting to build something good. I like some of these guys that they got. I mean, Smith and Jigbo is gonna get it going. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Clark, had a good you better game hope last week. he doesn't start putting something together because he's not that far behind you. Hey, as long as I don't get last <laughs> place, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, Rob ain't Rob ain't winning. I'll tell you that. All right. But no, not, yeah, facts. Anyways, no, you know, honestly, Chips Fever, hammer it, and I got this by thirty. This is not going to be close. If I'm Sparty Squad, I'm pressing the panic button. He might need to make some moves before the deadline. Holy shit. So, okay. So yeah. you guys both have chips fever with a bullet, it sounds like. Give me the chips. Sign sealed delivered. Um ah, this is tough. I mean, Devin's got Tommy DeVito. Uh the irony is that Chris has Daniel Jones on his bench, who's on IR, and Devin also has both of those guys, number one target, Darren Waller on his IR. So there's a lot of irony going around here. I will say. Devin's been in the corner before. He's found a way to win. I famously or infamously went on the record when we had Karch on the show. I took Devin, and I quote my fellow talking head here, Trent, what are you talking about? Devin is missing Brees Hall and Jamar Chase. How is he going to win? Devin finds a way to win. He's similar to Jack in that way. Not quite on that level, but he's there. Um, Travis Etienne playing great. That Tennessee defense is not good, so I think he's gonna have a big day. Brees Hall playing the Bills, you know. I mean, he's got all the Jets got at this point. And again, I will go on the record. I my boy Cade 
Otten scored 20 points for me in the oh, Lions God. bye week to help me win two weeks ago. And Devin now has him on his squad. So I'll take Sparty squad just for the sake of parody on this show. I do think this is going to be another close one, but I believe, I do believe in the Sparty squad to stay afloat. Um, let's go to Trevolution taking on Kid Karch. Trevor, <laughs> look, I don't, <laughs> okay. I'm going to throw this one right over to Ethan because I've been riding Trevor all season. Trent, I'm starting I, I to got win. a lot. I honestly got a lot to say about this matchup. Go ahead. Go do ahead. We, do we want to throw it to Clarky first? Sure. Go for it, Clarky. Guys, Trevor's team reminds me of, you know, in college, when you go, you have like that old beer in the back of your fridge and no one drinks it, but you, it's the only time you offer it is when you have people over and you're like, hey, have this four-year-old bush light and no one wants it. That's Trevor's team right now. This is, <laughs> this is a dumpster fire. He's honestly lucky to have won games this year. I mean, this is ugly. I I got now. Me and Carter have some beef, so I'm gonna be a little little hesitant. But uh, you know, I'm an I'm an unbiased guy, unbiased team. I run, run you know, unbiased operation. I got Kid Carter in a blowout. This is this is toast. Trent, I got some things to say. I need to go on record, and Karch is somebody I've been a rival with my my past few years as well. Um, first thing I want to say, people might agree with, people might not agree with. Maybe it's something that people are afraid to say, and they really want to say it. Karch has a top five team in this league, very easily top five, and he he's might he might be even pushing a top three. This guy Joshua Dobbs gets the job done. And that's the all that's all I can say about it. Is this guy came in. And he's just quite simply getting the job done. Trent, Mitchell's running backs are a force to be reckoned with. And in a PPR league, in a, in a on teams with run-heavy offenses, and he's got Nico Collins and CeeDee Lamb, who are both capable, as we've seen this year, of scoring 35 points plus. Now, this team, I wouldn't even say is boom or bust. I would say they're going to be consistently rolling teams. So that's high praise for Mitchell. But now I got something else to say. And again, let me follow the trend. People might be afraid to say this. Trevor, I love you, man. And I, I always will. You're a day one homie. This has nothing to do with you as a person. You have a bottom five team. Quite simply put, your team stinks. And I'm not, listen, I'm not going on record saying my team is like crazy much better than this because I know he's going to be like, well, look at your points or whatever. I'm not saying my team's much better than yours, but if we're speaking about fraudulent teams, Trevor has no business being sixth compared to some of these other squads. And you can look at the stats. You can look at his past four weeks. This guy's been trending downhill. He started the league off great. It was like 4-0, and everyone was like, yeah, Trevor, uh, throne room, whatever you want to say. But we don't we don't judge off of what happened earlier. We we recent we recency bias teams. We 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 work off of what we know now, what we have seen the past couple of weeks, and we haven't seen much of or at all of Trevor these past few weeks. I don't think Trevor's team has got it in him for another week. And Joe Burrow's playing Baltimore, and that Baltimore defense is crazy, man. And then I just see guys who I'm just like, I don't even know. And often, more often than not, he gets saved by the Cowboys' defense. I could see them having some sort of effect in the game this week. But, look, I'm taking Mitchell, like Clarkie said, and I'm taking him by a lot. Give me Mitchell. A lot of good points that you guys both made. 
I am gonna ride this till the wheels fall off. Look, I would love Trent. Listen, the wheels dude. are already off. The wheels are already off. You have you have came on this podcast and spoke so highly of this guy. And as a person, he's great. He's a great person. We love you, Trev. But I, I why do you go balls to the wall to say that this team is worth a dime and a nickel? Because can I tell you? Can I tell you what I see? Can I tell you what yes. I see? Yes. Or, or am I just going to get chastised for the next five minutes? Can I tell no, you what I ahead. see? Go ahead. Here's what I see. Look, I would love nothing more than for Trevor to lose, drop the six and five, and I run away with the South Division in the playoff spot. I would love nothing more. Here's the problem I see. Trevor is going to get right back to what his identity has been. Joe Burrow's playing the Ravens in primetime tomorrow night as we record on a Wednesday. So tonight, as people listen, Thursday night football, I don't think Joe Burrow's going to have a great game. I think Joe Burrow's going to have less than 15 points fantasy-wise. I think the Ravens went outright. It is what it is. The Cowboys defense, on the other hand, plays the Carolina Panthers and Bryce Young, who right now is looking like he sure as hell ain't good as C.J. Stroud. So they made the wrong pick there. I think Trev, I think it's as simple as that. I mean, he's got Alexander Madison, who doesn't look like he's going to play, but he seemed to pick up Ty Chandler, the Vikings backup running back. Trevor has a plan in place. Trevor's going to implement that plan. And I also think sneaky little, you know, kind of tea leaves narrative here. Mitchell's got Jameer Gibbs, who I love to death. It's been a joy watching the guy play fifth gear Jameer. Uh, the Lions play the Bears, and you know who else used to play for the Bears? David Montgomery. And you know who else is big on motivation? Dan Campbell. You know who else is going to hand the ball off to David Montgomery probably 25 times on Sunday? Dan Campbell to David Montgomery. So I like David Montgomery to have a big week. Obviously, that would benefit me, but that's neither here nor there. I like Trev. I like Trev. Granted, this is a six versus seven matchup. Both teams are six and four. Trev's got to get off the schneid. Mitch is just fighting to stay relevant. I love you, Mitch, but that's the that's the fact of the matter. Um, this is going to be a good one. Club and stone, as Karch would say. But Club let's stone. let's move on. To say about it. I got one more thing to say about it, Trent. And this, Go for it. Part of the reason why I'm so passionate is because obviously I've had these thoughts for um, a little bit, but I actually got some anonymous news, anonymous tips this week. Sending this in, requesting anonymous anonymously. We need to start talking about how Trevolution has the weakest team in the South. We need to put an end to this T-Bow delusional nonsense. Spoken from my insider source. I <laughs> have like I have, to say. I have <laughs> like three, I have like three guesses for who that is, but also look, Can you give I, me all three? Can you give me all three? Um, I won't I won't say if you're right, Ryan. I just want to hear him. Well, one of them's Mitchell, obviously, because he's playing Trevor this week. One of them has to be Mitchell. I would <laughs> I don't know. I think I think David might be another one. And I think I think Clarky might be another mm. one. But he's on He's on the pod this week, so I'm not gonna. We're, hey, Clarky, can That'd you hear us? That'd be a ballsy move, Clarky. That'd be a ball. Yeah, yeah. Clarky's yeah, you... been like 20 feet away from this camera his, his entire yeah, podcast. Has... Yeah, no, my uh, my charging port broke last week, and I'm waiting for my new phone, so I have to like charge my phone right oh, now. Oh so, yeah. gosh, you guys, yeah, no, it's, we're good. No, yeah, we're good. good. We we're still, good. Yeah. We can still hear yeah. you just fine. Okay, well, those are those are my three guesses. I don't want any inklings as to whether that's right or wrong. Let's just move. Yeah, can no, we move on now? We good? Let's move on. Yeah, I'm good. Yep, let's do it. 
The feeling four and six takes on Hyde, Mr. Moon, six and four. Gavin currently projected to lose one by about 10. We've got Jalen Hurts taking on Dak Prescott this week. Lot to talk about. Clark, let's get you back in the mix. Who wins, Gavin or Jack? Yeah, uh, I, don't, I hate to say it. Jack's team is looking pretty good, guys. I I mean, you look at I – I don't know if I was drinking Kool-Aid or whatever when I was talking shit about Jack's team, but – this is a sneaky good team. I've got I've got Moon by twenty. I mean, for time's sake, I'll keep it a little bit short. But Moon by twenty. Uh, I mean, Kelsey. By the way, Travis Kelsey is gonna have the game of his life this week. Sounds like the Swift parents are gonna be there. Taylor's gonna be there. Guys, he's putting up thirty points. This Clarky's week, got so. insider info from the Taylor Swift tour bus. <laughs> Yeah, they're all coming, guys. So let's let's hammer the Kansas City Chiefs as well in a, in a gambling front. But, yeah, no, moon by a million, book it. Clark, you can go ahead on this one. Or, Trent, you can go ahead on this one, I mean. Um, Jalen Hurts playing the Chiefs. I do think that's going to be a shootout. Both defenses are pretty good, but have, you know, it's just, it's Monday night. It's, it. What what is it? No one wants to see fucking 13 to 10 Eagles or 13 to 10 Chiefs. It's going to be you know, 24 plus each team. I like Jalen Hurts. I know I talked shit about Najee Harris earlier, but I still think he'll get a decent amount of carries for him. And I also love Chris Boswell. I know it's weird to say I love followed by any kicker's name, but I do like Gavin. And I think this is the first time in this in the history of this podcast, Ethan, I'm going to pick Gavin. Really? This is the first, first time. time. And, right. you know, I, I mean, I could go on. I, I think Dak for for Jack, Dak Prescott could have a huge game playing that shitty Carolina team. I just this this one's just about feel. It's all about feel and vibes. I'll take Gavin. Yeah. You like you said, it's all about feel like the feel in coming up. Um, yeah. Listen, I Tr- Clarky, I want to I want to shed light on what you said about Jack's team. He's very sneakily like I said this earlier about uh, Spencer. Jack is very sneakily putting together a pretty good season. And he heard the comments at the beginning of the year, and he's been quietly putting it together week by week. So I respect that. Um, But I just look at this Gavin team, and I just see dog after dog. I have no clue how he got A.J. Brown, to be honest with you. I have zero clue how – I'm scrolling through this guy's team, and I'm like, I thought Brad had A.J. Brown. Why A.J. Brown was traded, I have no idea. But A.J. Brown is now on Gavin's team. And, um, you know, partner that with the Ravens defense, Calvin Ridley, boomer bust guy, Tony Pollard. People are saying he's finally going to put it together. I believed it for 10 weeks and I was fleeced every single week. Um, But like you said, something I'm worried about, though, is these primetime unders have been Mm -hmm. hitting like like Mm -hmm. a MF. And Kansas City and Philadelphia, as much as I want to believe it's going to be a shootout, I got to see it first. So I'm not too sold on this idea of there being a lot of points scored between the two but with that being said i think it's gonna be really close but i'm gonna take gianni here i'm gonna take the feeling and i think it's gonna be really close like you said okay well then we can move on to we got two other matchups here We've got the Ligers at five and five taking on Rick Dalton at one and nine. I'll give my pick for this one quickly because it's not going to take long. Rob dropped Aaron Rodgers. I went on the I went on the record weeks ago. I think it was like week two after he got hurt. I said, Rob, drop that douche. He's not playing again this year. 
and Rob, you dropped them. I like the message that's getting pumped into the to the facility. Also, you got Matthew Stafford back in the starting lineup. Two ends of the spectrum there for me. I will take Rob to get his second win and really spice up the race for the skirt. E. You know, I I really am am gonna very harshly agree with you, Trent. I think this is the week that Rob puts it together and gets a win. And not just because he's projected to win, but I think he's got the pieces coming back. He's got Stafford coming back. He's got uh, Ayuk remains in the lineup. He's got Nakua coming back. Jake Ferguson's a pretty good tight end. You know, James Cook had a good week. Brad has Bijan Robinson on bye week, which is something to watch. And currently, uh, Rob is projected to win. I'll tell you, I need a Rob win. Like, I need a glass of Merlot on a Thursday night watching the football game. I need <laughs> Rob to win this. That would be awesome. And not, and not only would it spice it up the race, if Clarky loses, he'd only be one game out of the race. I want the record to show that. Clarky is not far behind. You know, I'm not far behind, but I will say, I also don't have Shakir as a wide receiver. Who the hell is this guy on Robbie's team? Can someone elaborate who this Shakir guy is? Well, you know Gabe what? Davis I actually isn't really putting it together at wide receiver too, so they could really put anybody there and be successful. I mean, you're just gonna have Josh Allen throwing turnover after turnover. I this is I mean this is probably the the shit game of the week if you ask me. <laughs> Uh, this is the one you turn off and you flex in the schedule. You put this at one o'clock. You don't want your kids watching this game. This you is make this one wow. a Toy Story game. This is the Toy Story <laughs> game. You throw on Nickelodeon or something. This is oh guys, wow. Well, you know I got to make my pick as a special guest, and you know my goal is to pick these with no biases. So we're gonna go Ligers in an in an under game, like hammer the under. I like the Ligers team. I think Gallup's going to have a solid game. I think Josh Jacobs is going to turn it around eventually. I mean, Odell even against Cincy, he'll probably get his five, six points. He's that guys are going to put up minimum seven points, and he's going to get his number, but it's going to be a low number he's going to need. Okay. Well, let's move into our last matchup. Sparks are going to fly here. Ethan, I want you to go last on this, if you don't mind, because I know I'm going to pick myself. Clarky's going to pick himself and you can be the rubber. Sure. But I want to, I want to just, I want to go on a little bit of a soliloquy. I don't even know if that's the right word. Um, That is the right word. Here's the deal. I came on here three weeks ago. I was very terrified. I had just lost to Trevor and I had the Lions by week coming up. I had Patrick Mahomes by week coming up. I went 2-0 there in that little stretch. I wasn't expecting to go 2-0 in that little stretch. I'm just going to say this. I'm not trying to be a villain. I'm not trying to be unlikable. I'm not trying to be likable for that matter. It's over for you guys. It's over for all of you, everyone listening to this. It's all done. I got through the toughest part of the schedule, and I did it relatively comfortably. And I've now got Pat Mahomes. I got Mostert off his bye. I got Keenan Allen, who just went for a – 39 point week i've got both the lions top two receivers i know laporta is a tight end but it's saint brown laporta so anything clarky can do with golf on the other side i've got his top two weapons i also have the lions defense if the lions are just going to route the bears like i think they are bend them over railroad them uh look i 
not a whole lot to say. I'm going to crush Clarky this week. Clark, go ahead. Well, I'll start off with a little backstory, okay? Just throw some light on the league. Every year I've been part of this league. It's about six years, I believe, I've been after this, you know, grateful invitation I've received. I've never finished worse than 500. You boys always find manage a way to get to that 500 mark, okay? And in fantasy football, that's pretty hard, right? Now, listen, I'm going to have to run the table. I'm going to have to win out just to get there. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared for this matchup. Trent's got a good team, but guess what? Tyler Boyd's a dog. Javante Williams is a dog. Austin Eckler, dog. Jared Goff, dog. We got Debo coming back. He's healthy. The only question mark is Everett's bummy ass is going to get me zero points again. This guy sucks. He is absolute dog shit. I'm picking myself by 10 points. I mean, Trent's team, he's got a lot of Lions guys. I mean, the Lions are going to get up early. They're going to get the subs out. Okay, I mean, so essentially, Clarky, I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm say, uh, Clarky yeah, is saying no, that Jared Goff is going to win the game by throwing to Khalif Raymond and Josh Reynolds because if he throws any balls to Amon Ross, St. Brown, or Sam Laporta, that goes to yours truly. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, I think the combination, the, the teamwork is going to really carry us to this victory. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just haven't seen a team like Corky Boy. I mean, I think that's just quite and simple. You have not seen you know a team what? like me. I invite this, Clarky. I invite – I think this is fun. This is going to be fun because you know what? To mm-hmm, your credit, mm-hmm. and the, I have talked shit about your team all year, and you finally get on here, yeah. and it's like the week we're going at it coincidentally. So – uh, I respect it. I commend you. I hope it's a good game. I really do. I just don't see it happening. E, what do you think? You know, both of you pose really strong arguments. Um, I'm going to highlight three things that were true that I heard. Thing number one, Mahomes plays Philadelphia in prime time. That is true. Thing number two is true. Debo Samuel is healthy. Thing number three, Trent has never seen a team like Clarky Boy. Give me Clarky with an upset. Trent has never seen a team with a dog mentality like Clarky Boy. I look at Clarky's boy. I see dogs all around. Give me Austin Eckler with a bullet. Give me Jamison Williams. Denver's hot now. Denver's hot. It's hot in the Mile mm-hmm. High Stadium. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me, give me Deontay Johnson with a touchdown grab. Give me Debo with fifty rushing yards and fifty receiving yards. Give me Clarky in an upset. Listen, we like making Trent work here, and Trent's gonna have to work for this one, but mm-hmm. the work won't be enough because I got Clarky. So, as as Clarky gives the double burn for those of you that can't see what's going on, here here's here's Ethan. Those are good points, but like, let's not. Fo- Ethan is the fucking bachelor producer here who just wants good TV. You you know and I know. You've been putting me in the throne room all year. You know how good my don't team you is. call me the bachelor producer. You don't you, you start don't you start talking about oh oh Trent's never seen a team like my fucking Clarky boys got three wins. Okay, Clarky has as many you've losses as I got win. three times. You've seen Trevolution three times. Yeah, the bottom I, five team in the league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. 
That's fair, <laughs> but that, that's that's your that's that's your take, not mine. I think Trev's just fine. I every every time Trev and I clash, it sparks fly. Whatever. I don't know. It's gonna be a good one. Um, let's move into our gambling segment because I'll start it right here, right now. Um, not only am I gonna take Detroit Rock City as my lock for the week, I'll take Detroit Rock City minus twenty. <laughs> Minus twenty <laughs> as my lock for the week. Right. Again, again, himself. I am no, not no, trying to. Ethan, Ethan, we've been doing this podcast all year. You know, I am not a cocky son of a bitch. I picked myself I to lose a couple weeks here. I picked myself on upset alert. I've not put myself in the throne room once. You've done that every single time. I have. I, I there's there is zero chance I lose this week and there's zero chance I lose by less than by by no there's zero chance I win by less than 20. How's that? That's my lock of the week. Go ahead. I Whoever I whichever do. one of you want. <laughs> Trent, I love seeing the fire. I honestly I love it. I love it. I've been waiting for you to bet on yourself like you just did. That's freaking awesome and I love that you took it for the lot. But it honestly just makes me want to root for Clarky a little bit more because I Well, love look, to- look, hey, I'm not trying to get anyone's sympathy vote. And again, like I said, like I said, I'm not trying to be likable. I'm just telling you the facts. I got through the Lions bye week. I got through Mahomes bye week. I got James Conner off IR. I got David Montgomery back and healthy. It's over. It's over. Hey, I mean, I'm America's team. I got I got the boys on the side. Like, you got a lot coming for you, Trent. We're going to find out this week. That's the best part. We're going to find out in a couple days. We're going to we find are. out, Trent, when the weather gets below freezing, when the snow comes down, Who's willing to put on some sleeves and catch the damn ball? That's what we're going to see this week. Trent, I'm just foreseeing a playoff matchup between me and you. And just I'm just like, that would be my dream scenario if that happened. That'd be so fun. Yeah, because um, you're a Bachelor producer. That's, that's why. Ah, I love the conflict. I love the conflict. So <laughs> my lock of the week is going to come. And I know I've given Trevor a lot of shit on this podcast today. I don't want to become like anti-Trev, like, but I'm going to take Mitchell with my lock of the week. This guy's team has been putting the pieces together, and I just think Mitchell's got it going on right now. It's more of a matter of Mitchell's team being good than it is Trevor's team being bad. But I'm going to take Mitchell in this one. Lock of the week. Yeah, you know, I'm going to give my lock of the week to the engaged man, Philly. Philly's got a very good team coming. Uh, we've already been over this, but Spencer's team is fraud. That's the fraud alert of the year. This team is not a very good team. Record may say elsewise, but like I said, remember the Minnesota Vikings last year? Record was really good. Yeah, frauds. Absolute dog shit. We're hammering Philly. Hammering Philly by probably, I think I said 20 earlier. We're going to hammer it again. That's my lock, and I'm, I'll die on that hill. Clarky, I really wish you would have taken yourself as the lock of the week. That would have been electric. Well, I mean, that was kind of just a guarantee already. Like we knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> I, just, I don't I just didn't want to keep beating the same nail, you know? Like right. I, I, no, <laughs> it's it's a it's a people's league. I can't just hit myself the whole time. So Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. No, yeah. Come on, guys. I'm I mean, like I said, I'm America's team. I gotta play both sides. Do we need an NFL lock of the week? Well, let's hang on. Let, first, let's do fantasy player. We got to do fantasy oh, player. Love and I, the fantasy I, can, I can I can start it off while you guys do a little surfing. I'm going to go. This is so inside baseball, really unnecessary. Skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't care. I'm going to go to Spencer's bench, and I've, I've mentioned this guy before. <laughs> Jamison Williams is definitely scoring more than 5.2 points. The Lions have done nothing but try to get this guy targets, try to get him 
integrated into the offense over the last couple of weeks. He had a touchdown against the Chargers in the first quarter that was called off by a Taylor Decker uh, chop block. So I like weird stuff happening. Jamison Williams, when it rains, it pours. The dam's going to break for this kid. He is by the by the time the Lions are in the playoffs this season, by the time they win the division, he's going to be an integral part of this offense. He's going to be scoring 10 fantasy points a game at least. So give me JMO over 5.24, Ethan. I love that. I love that play, Trent. And I and I could do nothing but agree. I could do nothing but agree. I'm going to head over to a fishy line that I saw in the Chips Fever Sparty Squad matchup, and that's called Jamar Chase at 15 points. I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take it with a whole lot of money. I just don't see this Baltimore-Cincinnati game being much. I see Joe Burrow getting thrashed in the pocket. Um, And as we see, Jamar Chase is very capable of not doing a lot sometimes. And with that, I'm going to take the under for Sir Jamar Chase, under 15. Clarky, throwing it to you. Yeah, we're going to head over to... Now, love my, love my boy Rob, but we're going to head over to this dog shit team. And we're going to take Jake Ferguson over on his points. This Cowboys, tight end, this Cowboys tight end has been looking pretty good this lately. Special. This guy's special. Mm-hmm. He is the next Jason Witten of the Cowboys. I really like this guy. I'm not just saying that because he has a hot girlfriend. That is not just, you know, oh, why I'm God. saying that. But, um, yeah, I think this is easy money. And this is honestly – I think this is my lock of the week in terms of gambling and in, you know, life in general. So we're going to hammer this guy. Life in general. <laughs> life in general, following up, following it up with we're going to hammer this guy. Clarky, we need a, we need a Clarky, we need a Clarky lock of the week for life in general. We just need like anything that you want to send in every single week. We need to start implementing that. Clarky, really I, quick, can you give me a Thanksgiving football game lock of the week for the backyard football game? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think my lock is the West Division is going to keep it intact. I'll tell you that. We're a scary team. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think Guys. my lock of the week. But, like, but like lock of the oh, week, Clark, sorry. I just, uh, yeah. I'm going to say there's going to be one injury. Someone's getting injured. I don't know. Who, but be one <laughs> the over injury. on an injury. Over <laughs> over one half. Over one and a half injuries, guys. I mean, a lot of us are, are athletes anymore. Like, it just takes one ACL and boom, back to square one. So I'm, I'm a little nervous for that game. Not going to lie. If David shows up, I don't think I'm going to allow him to play, to be no, honest. Yeah, he should be rough. I know he David should be rough. Sit out. Yeah. Can yep. we real quick just – can we spend a minute on the fact that you guys think it's actually a debate over which division would win a flag football game? The South is like a, easily the favorite. Is it not? You can talk about whether or not you might upset the South, but the South has to be the favorite. Mm, yeah. Well, let me just pull up my uh, research. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest. I, I'll be honest. I think the South could be a favorite, but I'll tell you one thing. I don't think East is too far behind. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know if the South Division is really spending time in the lab like East is. That's all I'm going to say. I don't really know how much these guys practice agility drills, how much these guys, you know, hit the weights. But I, I do know one thing, and that's David's a, a D1 athlete, and uh, Sparty Squad and Philly are both natural athletes. So I'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, I'll tell you this: we're not playing basketball, Clarky. What are your thoughts? <laughs> you guys might be favorites uh, in this basketball game too to be honest you'd have a good basketball team off the court too 
I think my out of like the divisions, yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. I think the South is probably gonna run it. Like that that South division's got some dogs on that team for athletes, and they got the height, they got the size. It's it probably won't be close. Gavin okay. can't catch a cold, and Brad Brad has lost his luster too. Look, we're the only division out of the four that have a legitimate. We have a backup quarterback if we need one. We got Trev and Brad who can both sling it. I'm not doing shit. I'm not going to lie. But Gavin, you can talk about Gavin's hands. Gavin's going to run. He's going to be wide open. So all you got to do is drop it in there and it'll be just fine. And then you're looking at at 2019, 2019 Gleak rookie of the year and ultimate Frisbee Bradley Sanders. The part part no one's talking about is we got like height between Brad and Gavin for defensive purposes. And then we got myself who's going to rush the passer. And we got Trev who probably is the best corner, him or Philly, or uh, there's the best corner in the league. Or you, Ethan, you're up there too. You three, I would say, are the best corners in the league. It would be fun. It would be fun. I would honestly think like this would be good for like a three-on-three tournament too. I think these teams would be Mm -hmm. pretty decent for a three-on-three tourney. Even even with a sub, we would have a sub. If we wanted to run that as well, I think that'd be fun. Let's move on to our final little thing. Actually, we're we're gonna do throne room and doghouse, correct? After this, real quick. Yes. Let's do so let's let's doghouse. let's just quickly give an NFL line you like for the week. Mine's mine is uh, Lions minus eight. Uh, last week mm-hmm. was a little misleading. Chargers, Lions, Lions beat them in a shootout. They come back home. They welcome in the Chicago Bears. Ford Field's going to be sold out, going to be absolutely rocking. Apparently, Justin Fields is coming back, which, believe it or not, I think is even better for the Lions in this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lions minus eight is my lock of the week, Ethan. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hammer Houston Texans minus five. I think, I think people think since Kyler's back that things are going to be a little different over there. And the fact of the matter is that this Houston team might be – a top three hottest team in the NFL and at home against a traveling Arizona team who really just don't have all the pieces. I think they win by a touchdown at least give me Houston minus five. Yeah, I guess real quick. I had chargers minus three. I green Bay. I know it's at green Bay and the weather could be an issue, but the Chargers are in there, you know, they, they have urgency. They got to play with after getting, you know, their defense got throttled by the Lions. I think they got Staley's got to be feeling the hot seat. I don't think Packers are that good. I think minus three is honestly free money at this point. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, put all the money in the world on it because the three of us obviously know everything in the world. Um, Ethan, let's do throne room and doghouse. Who are you giving your first crown to in the throne room? Trent, I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'm putting you on the in the first seat of the doghouse. I don't want to hear shit about it. I, you deserve it, but I'm putting you there for the time being. Okay, I will take it. And uh, my liege, as you said, <laughs> you um, I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give my first crown to Spence. I just think he's kind of been lurking. Honestly, he could have been talked about a lot more over the last couple of weeks in this podcast, but we've kind of just skated by. He's now all of a sudden seven and three, and he's right there looking as scary as ever because Lamar isn't really playing that well, and Spence is still winning. He's got McCaffrey, he's got J Mo, who I think could blow up anytime, got Kittle. Spence, you're in the throne room. 
I'm going to give the third crown of the throne room to Sir Kid Karcher. I think he is a well-deserving prospect. I think he, like I said, I've been high on Karch this whole episode. He's got the pieces. He's got the running backs. He's got the wide receiver guns that you need. Give me Karch for the third crown. Um, I'll give my final crown to David. I just think it's impressive to, like Clark said, win every game since Justin Jefferson goes on IR and you're getting him back soon. So we would be fools not to take you seriously as a legitimate top four threat in this league, whatever. All right, Ethan, uh, bone number one for the dog. Bone number one for the dog. I got to put Robbie in there because he missed last week, but let's be real. Let's hit reality here. Robbie's team stinks. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'm going to throw mine to uh, – I don't want to do this. I really don't, but I'm going to – No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to Brad because I, I just Ooh, think – The Cole Barron's man of the year. <laughs> yeah, and I know. Look, I know Brad won. Brad won. This is a strange. This is a strange instance where Brad won last week, and he's in there. But he won because Geno Smith scored like thirty-five points, and he had just some weird anomalous stuff going on on both sides. And again, I believe in Trevor. I'm reading the tea leaves. I think Brad might completely nosedive the rest of the way here. So I'm going to put him in there. Whoa. Big, big accusation there. It, it is it though? I mean, he's ranked 10th in the league right now. And like, is it that impressive? You tell me. I'll tell you one thing. He's got some tough matchups this week. His guys are all red when you look at his squad, which is not <laughs> something you want to see. So, I mean, I don't hate that, but just gives me more juice for Rob this week. Give me Rob. Um, my third crown is going to go to Trevor Galfius. Like I said, it's a bottom five team. I'm not afraid of them. I, I said this like week four. I forget which week. But um, I said I would want to see Trevor in the playoffs if I was playing him. And I stick to that. If, if the playoffs ended today, I would want to play him because I, I don't see myself as being afraid of that squad. So give me Trevor in, in the doghouse. Ugh, I want to put Clarky in there, but Clarky put up some points. It's not just because he's here. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Ethan, what are we if we're not objective? We are nothing, Trent. We, we are nothing. We are nothing. Um, I've been beating the drum for the Sparty squad. 85 points against David, getting absolutely killed. And I put David in the throne room, so I will, I'll throw Devin a bone to the doghouse. Devin's got, uh, to no fault of his own, a horrendous quarterback situation because Kirk Cousins got hurt and has quickly turned into Tommy DeVito and Aiden O'Connell, two rookies who are just, like, fighting for their life on, on teams that might be tanking in two weeks. So kind of a weird situation. But I'll throw Devin in there, even though I've got him winning this week. So there you have it. Throne room, doghouse. Ethan, do you have any final thoughts before we throw it to Clark for his final thoughts on this episode? You know, I usually I usually do have some final thoughts. I guess I'll say one little thing before we close it with Clarky, But, um... Listen, we, we talk a lot of shop. We talk a lot of heat on this podcast. Nothing is personal. Make sure you guys remember that. We're sometimes telling it how it is, but most of the time, like Trent said, we like to say random shit to spice it up a little bit. So don't take any of this stuff personally, but we love this league. We love this show. We love doing it every week. We love having guests on. And it's, you know, this league is awesome. We've been doing it for so long. And I was reflecting this week just on, how long we've really been doing this league. And it's kind of crazy to think that this league's inception was when we were in middle school. 
And it's really just bared the distance. It's eight plus years, man. Eight plus years. And that not a lot of leagues do it like that. So as we say every week, we got it special. And this is a this is a very great group of guys to do it with. So keep that in mind. Clarky, close us out with some juice. I'll give you some juice. Well, boys, I do appreciate you, you know, inviting me on. Let me let me hear my story, clear the air a little bit. Um, I think definitely the podcast is kind of reinvigorated team Corky, I guess you could say, as you know, we were entering the season, we were, you know, we were down bad. We were, had a couple of losses. We weren't doing too hot, but yeah, no, I would say in all honesty though, like I'm in four leagues by the way. So like it fucking sucks. Don't do four fantasy football leagues. It's absolute hell. But I will say because of the podcast, this is easily like the most invested league I'm in. And also like, it's not even close. I just think that it shows that like, it's a great idea on that, you know, Boys, come on the pod. It's not it's not that bad. You know, there's minimal prep involved. I think, we're, you know, one person in particular should be on coming soon. Is he going to man up and say to come join the pod? Probably not. But I think we all know what we're talking about. We but, let, let's go on record saying we could have said a lot more shit to Clarkie than we did. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could have dragged him through the mud a little bit more for being ranked 14th. But we haven't. <laughs> And we haven't really – wait, hold on, Trent. We haven't really gotten to speak on the infamous rivalry between Clarkie and Nate. Do we let that go to sleep and just oh, let Clarkie no. close us out? No, no. We got to that, – that's that's our closing thoughts. That's our final segment of, like, we're leading into the next show on the air and we're, like, trying to keep the, all the viewers present so that they start listening to the next show. We want to know, Clarkie, three words – only three, no more, no less, to describe Nathan Willett as a fantasy football manager. A fucking coward. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> 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 I Nate, we are expecting a response soon. You might need to be on the podcast. You might. I hope Nate actually heard that portion of it. If not, I'm going to clip it and send it like three days after the podcast drops just to make sure Nate heard it. Uh, for Easy e Clarky, a.k.a. the Sheriff, and uh, yours truly, T-Bell, the cockiest motherfucker on the podcast this week, to no fault of my own. I'm not trying to be the – not trying to be that guy. Trent, just, you're not. You're not cocky. Don't I'm just worry call, about it. I'm, I'm just calling it how I see it. There's no way I lose this week. Anyways, um, okay. <laughs> uh, good luck to y'all. Thanks a lot for Matt Clark for coming on this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Have Peace. a good Thanksgiving, everybody. Peace.